0: My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. So we've been talking about how the watchman or how the intercessor protects themselves or practices self-care. The very first thing we talked about in our last session is that it's very important to maintain a balanced prayer life. meaning. Don't just pray one kind of prayer. Don't just pray the prayer of intercession. It's important at times when you go into prayer that you pray the prayer of worship and just allow God by His Holy Spirit to just just refresh you. Because when you're praying the prayer of intercession and you're standing in the gap and putting up the hedge, you're in a sense in the place of prayer you're giving out and there is a giving out of your resources your spiritual resources so when you spend time in the presence of god in a place of worship or soaking kind of prayer that's the place of prayer where you replenish yourself spiritually you get refreshed spiritually so i just want to encourage you not to just pray one kind of prayer but make sure that you spend time praying all kinds of prayer I know a lot of you have a heart for, for um, you know, intercession and you want to see the vision and the dream of God established in the earth. But remember, you have to practice self-care. Okay, what else do we need to do? It's very important as an intercessor that you walk in love. Walk in love. And we know the definition of love is found in 1 Corinthians 13. You know, you just, do the, just walk in love toward people toward your family member, toward your spouse. Walk in love. Why is it so important to walk in love? Well, it's very important on many levels. But I just want to address two things. It's very important that you walk in love so that there are no cracks, so to speak, in your armor. When you're not walking in love, you're opening the door up for the enemy to work and have a foothold in your life. Remember what Jesus said, he said in concerning the enemy, he said, there is nothing in me that belongs to you. So it's very important that you maintain clean hands and a pure heart and that you walk in love and have the right attitude toward people and don't be judgmental and guard your tongue, keep yourself free from strife, because all those things will open up the door for the enemy. And what the enemy doesn't like is he doesn't like intercessors. He doesn't like people who are advancing the kingdom of God through prayer, because that's what you're doing in the place of prayer. When you're praying, you're advancing the kingdom of God, and like we said, and everything in the natural just catches up, um, catches up because of your prayers. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in Isaiah 43 through 5, it talks about preparing the way. When you pray, you are preparing the way. You're making the crooked ways straight, the rough places plain. You're doing things in the realm of the Spirit. That scripture talks about building a highway for our God. So when you're in that place of prayer, you are helping to advance the kingdom of God. And the devil does not want the kingdom of God to advance. He wants to stop us. He wants to keep us from praying. And I, 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 one of the greatest weapons of the adversary is to get us to lose our focus, to get us off our vision, and to, to, to see people and in, in a way and in a manner that is not God's love and is not lovely. So I just want to encourage you to walk in love so that there's no cracks in your armor. Why else do you need to walk in love? So that your prayers won't be hindered. Are you listening? Psalm sixty-six eighteen says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So if we have unforgiveness in our heart, it stops, stops uh, our prayers from working. God will not hear us. So it's very important that you make sure that whenever you go into prayer that you confess your sin or you confess the fact that you may have something against somebody. And at times, if you need to, you may need to even go to your brother and talk to your brother. Whatever you got to do to keep yourself clean, honey, keep yourself clean. And let me just say this. Those of you that are committed to to being houses of prayer, remember this. This is a very practical truth, but it has a spiritual implication. The devil will always attack you where your gift is. So if you desire to pray and you desire to be a watchman and you desire to be somebody who's going to advance the kingdom of God in the place of prayer, just know that the devil is going to try to stop you and attack you right where your gift is. I've had it happen many times where you know I was getting ready to go into prayer and sister or brother so and so they did something or said something rubbed me the wrong way like sandpaper you know and then by the time I go into prayer I'm like I don't I just I'm upset you know I've got unforgiveness in my heart and I just have to just get things right before I enter into prayer so I just want to encourage you to walk in love number 3 it's very important in practicing self-care and this is important to guard your thought life is very important. The way the, enemy, uh, the way the enemy attacks us is in the mental realm, in the thought realm. The Bible calls them strongholds of the wicked one, fiery darts of the wicked one, thoughts that come to your mind. No matter, I don't even know, there, there could be all kinds of thoughts that can come to your mind. It's very important that you guard your thought life. The Bible says in Isaiah 26, 3, listen, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. The mind is the battleground. So when you start to have thoughts that don't line up with the Word of God or thoughts that aren't of peace, they're not of God. Cast them down, according to 2 Corinthians 4. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4.10, cast those thoughts down, use the Word of God, speak to those thoughts, and command them to stop and desist in the name of Jesus. Not only that, don't entertain the thoughts. Don't entertain the thoughts. The devil will try to plant things in your mind. If you accept them and entertain them, they they can grow a root inside of you. Don't even entertain them. Cast them down immediately. Psalms 55.3 says, I am distracted at the noise and threats of the wicked, for they would cast trouble upon me, and in wrath they would persecute me. Those thoughts that come at your mind, I actually talk about this in my new book, Focus, Eliminating Distractions for Enhanced Spiritual Vision, which is gonna be coming out in 2016. I talk about being distracted at the noise of the enemy and how those thoughts come in our minds and it causes us to turn our focus away from Jesus, and it just gets us off track, okay? So it's important that you guard your thought life. You'll find, and, and if you haven't already, that every time there's a great victory, there comes a great amount of warfare. I'm not prophesying doom on you. I'm not saying you should accept, you know, that, I'll just ex- expect it but it's just something I've learned as a leader, and I'm gonna be 59 years old, and I've been doing this for 35, 36 years, every time it seems there's a great victory, all hell breaks loose on my mind. Not as bad as it used to, because as you mature in God and in Christ, you're able to discern both good and evil, so you should to a, a, a larger degree as you mature, you get to the point where you discern, well, that's just distractions and thoughts from the wicked one, and you just immediately just dismiss them. But right after a victory, that's where I've, I've learned that, man, here comes the devil. You know, here he comes. He just, he just is upset that you've obeyed God. He's upset that you've advanced the kingdom. He's upset that you had a beautiful time in the presence of God, and, and there's a greater level of intimacy. He doesn't like you to have intimacy with God because he's very jealous of your relationship with God. Don't ever forget that. He doesn't want you to be close to God. And so those thoughts come. Well, just be aware. The Bible says we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And one of his devices is to put these thoughts in your mind. And, and this scripture keeps coming up, and I'm going to speak it out loud. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29:11, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not harm you, to give you hope and a future. Another translation says, and this is what I keep hearing in my spirit, I know that th- thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Okay, and listen to me. Listen, when you get thoughts that come against your mind, and they're not thoughts of peace, and they're accusations. And these accusations say, God isn't going to answer your prayer. God doesn't love you. God's not going to do that thing for you. And they're, they're accusations. Those thoughts are not from God. And I would strongly encourage you, when those thoughts come to you and they don't line up with the Scripture and they don't line up with God's character, don't give them place. The Bible says, neither give place to the devil. He goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Don't give him place. If it's something that that is not thoughts of peace, it's not from God. You know, what happened in the garden was Eve agreed with what the enemy said. And I think oftentimes if we're not careful and we're not in a place where we're discerning properly, we'll get thoughts that come in our mind, and we'll think those are from God. And they're not from God. Anything from God is thoughts of peace. Anything from God says, I love you with an everlasting love, and no good thing will I withhold from you. So I just want to encourage you to guard your mind. And, And if you're new in the things of God and the things of the Lord, I would encourage you, especially if you're a woman, because I wrote it for women, to get my book, A Love Like That, because I talk in that book about God's true nature, how he thinks about us, what he feels about us, and, and as a result of that knowledge of God's character and how, what he thinks about us, what happens is, is it casts out or it drives out fear. So if a thought comes that's contrary to God's character and the things he says about us, we know that's the devil. That's not my father. My father would never do that to me. My father would never say that about me. My father loves me with an everlasting love. My father's desire is that I prosper and be in health, even as my soul prospers. So it's very important that you guard your thought life, and it's very important, I'm going to say this right here, that you put the word of God in your heart. What I like to practice is, and I notice they said the word practices, I like to put the word of the scriptures in my mind and in my heart. And what it does is it renews your mind. And so when thoughts come that are contrary to the word of God, I know immediately that's not God, that's not God, that's not God, that's not God. So it's important that you study to show yourself approved unto God. It's important that you learn the scriptures, it's important that you put the word of God in your heart because it will help you in in the battlefield of the mind, because that's really where the war is. It's in the mind. It's in the mind. Okay? So how do you protect yourself? You guard your thought life. Very important. Next, we already said it, but I'm going to say it again. It's very important that you speak the Word of God. Okay? Now, this is something at times I forget to do. The Bible says we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things that we have learned lest at any time we let them slip and there, every one of us no matter what level we are at at times we can let things slip especially when we're busy when we have family obligations we have all these things coming on i think sometimes the enemy just stands back and he waits for us to get too busy and to get distracted and that's when he starts to bombard us and then we forget Oh, I should be speaking the word. Oh, I need to stir up the word of God and start speaking it out of my mouth. See, the word of God is the sword of the Spirit, and it produces victory in each and every battle that you face. So I would encourage you to speak the word of God over yourself. Listen. And over your family. Are you listening? Because that word is going to protect you. There's a scripture that I like to pray over my family, I like to pray Psalms 91 over my family. Father, I thank you. And you know what? After a while, you get the Word of God in your heart, you just just automatically start speaking. It just automatically just comes out of your mouth. And you don't have to always look it up, although if you don't know it, you could go to the Scripture and you could read it. But I just pray, Father, I thank you that my family, I put my family's name, my family dwells in the secret place of the Most High, my family abides under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, you are their refuge, their fortress. You are their God, and you they can trust. And if they're driving, I thank you that a 1,000 will fall at their side and 10,000 at their right hand, but it won't come near them. I thank you, Father, that you've given your angels charge over my family, over my household, over my children, over myself. So it's very important that you speak the Word of God. Are you listening? So I want to encourage you. What you need to do, we talked about getting a journal get put in your journal some scriptures that you feel that your family needs or your your whatever it is that you are in charge of and write those scriptures out put them in confession form and speak that word I'm telling you you need to do that mama's talking you need to speak the word. You have let that go and let that slip. It was a foundational truth that we learned in the, in the Word of Faith movement. And so often in the day and the hour that we live in right now, people have neglected speaking the word. As an intercessor, as a watchman, you need to speak what the Bible says about you and about your circumstances and about your family. And all those things will line up. Next, what else do we need to do to practice self-care? We need to be a worshipper. Okay? A worshipper. It goes along with the very first point that we made, but be a worshipper. You know, praise stills the avenger. And when you worship God in spirit and in truth, it's just that it just it just it's just it just keeps your love relationship with him activated and it just causes you to just Be able to see more and more into the depths of his heart. Because oftentimes when you're praying the prayer of intercession, you're the watchman that's on the wall. You see trouble coming from afar. At times you are identifying with the person that you're praying for. And so therefore there's a sorrow, there's a sadness, there's a burden, so to speak. But when you worship God... It's a, it's a light, there's a lightness, there's a, um, a longing for him, there's a refreshment, there's just a, a lightness about it. It's very important if you're going to be an effective intercessor and practice self-care, that you are a worshiper as well. Lastly, have a balance of consistent scripture devotion as well as a consistent prayer life. I like what I heard Lynette Hagan say one time. She said, what is more important, reading your Bible or praying? What's more important? What is more important on a bird, the left wing or the right wing? You need a balance of both. So I would just encourage you to have a balanced prayer life Maintain your intimacy with God through prayer, but also make sure you spend time in the Word of God, okay? So, I just want to bless you. As a matter of fact, let me just pray over you before we close, because we have a a couple of minutes. And, And I want you just to sit where you are, and I want you to receive from the throne of God. I believe that the presence that we have been having, that the presence that's been manifesting in our services I believe that the, that the presence of God can meet you right where you are in your room, in your hotel room, in your kitchen, wherever you are. I believe that, that the presence of God can meet you. So I want you just to close your eyes and open up your heart. Put yourself in a, a position of receptivity. And I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Father, that the entrance of your word has brought light to the listener of this word. I pray, Father, that you would anoint them with fresh oil, that your tangible presence would be revealed to them and come upon them and overtake them. Father, I pray that you would reveal to them the depths of your heart. I pray the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened, that they would know what is the hope of their calling, that they would understand what you've called them to do and called them to be in the earth. And Jesus, we just thank you. Not only that, Lord God, we covet earnestly. Father God, that the power gifts would be in manifestation in the times and the seasons that we live in. My God, you said in your word that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Father, we covet earnestly that these gifts would be in operation not for us, but on the behalf of the people that are in need of healing and miracles. And not only that, fathers, but so that it would bring glory and honor unto our Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus. So, Father, we desire that you would begin to show yourself strong on the behalf of those who need healing, deliverance, who are critical in their bodies and have suffered many things of many physicians and have spent all that they have and haven't gotten better. But just like the woman with the issue of blood, when she heard of Jesus, Father, their power went out of you and into her and healed her. So, Father, we desire that you would manifest your power in these days and bring honor and glory to our Lord and our King, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.